Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Ansi Rancy Podcast. Today I have some tea to spill, so let's just begin, okay? So you guys, I cannot tell you, I just woke up angry today, which is most of the days, but today was, you know, something special, which I freaking love. Um, I woke up today and it's so sad I'm still stuck in America. If you guys, you know, long story short, I'm on a visa here. As you guys know, I'm not a resident or a citizen of, I mean, I'm not a citizen of America or Dubai, like UAE. So I have to just keep, I don't know, I wouldn't say couch surfing, apartment surfing, maybe just keep jumping. I've moved so many times at this point. I've, the last time I went to Dubai was January like 16th was the last time I was there. And I'm so upset because I wish I stayed for a month longer. I'm so bummed that if you notice that I haven't traveled a lot at, at all this year because I can't leave the country like I cannot leave U USA um, and it's because my visa is processing so if I leave I can't come back in so I'm waiting for it to get a, like a little stampy stamp on my passport and once I get that I'm like free to do whatever I want I can go wherever I want to go but it just sucks you know and I really thought of taking a little trip to Canada that usually just like you know solves everything for me moving and traveling really helps you with your mental health and I'm not bougie like I don't want to do Bali and Maldives and stuff like that. that that's not what I am I just need to get out of my house my apartment and I feel like you know depression like comes in waves for me if I don't leave my house and I'm seeing the same like four walls over and over again so I'm a little bummed that I can't leave that the country yet and I want to go back for Christmas and like do a little tripsies as you guys know for holidays everyone just leaves me and I feel depressed in America because all my friends like left or have left me or they're gonna leave me I think Kavya leaves um she leaves America in I mean sorry she lives LA leaves LA she leaves LA in two days and Antonin he's not here he's in Paris I'm just literally lonely I want to die I have no friends I have nothing to do and I'm so depressed and this is the time I usually catch my flight and I just go like nothing is stopping me. My lawyer did tell me that you can leave America, but you just can't come back in. It's you will need some time, like maybe a month or two. And I was like, that's fine. I can do 60 days in Dubai, right? Nothing is stopping me. And I was so like excited to book my flight. But guess who's in my life? New, fresh, a little whiny. And she has a pink nose. Y'all guessed right, my dog Butter. So I just got a new dog, as you guys know. She is, I got her when she was three months old. She's seven months, which is insane. I have to get her neutered. It's the time has come. So waiting on that as well. But what I'm more upset about is that I had no idea that like traveling to take my dog with me on my flight, it's going to take forever. The processing permits and stuff is so sad. And she's a puppy. Like, I'm not kidding you. I'm a single mother. I She's a baby. I don't think she's an animal at all. She cries and whines like an actual baby. She's so manipulative and she's so dramatic and she loves humans toys like she's literally a baby. Stop. And it breaks my heart to say this, but like it is so hard to get animals in and out of Dubai. It's super hard. If you've done it, you know. It's expensive. That's the number one thing. But I genuinely just don't care when it comes to pets. I the money just I don't see it. I, I choose to not look at it. 
it's going to be expensive. Like when you have a pet, you have to always ignore costs because that's something you, you know, you willingly like get into it knowing that you are taking care of a human being. Like to me, it's literally, she's literally a human and I know it's expensive, so I don't care. I don't care about the money. I'm literally paying more for her than me. Like her ticket's like $5,000 and mine's like $500. Um, if I were to book it now, it's quite cheap because it's off season in Dubai. So it was, I was, it's so heartbreaking for me to even say this, but um, she can only come to Dubai in a cargo. Like, do you know how sad that is? You guys, she, when I first had her, she fully barfed in my Tesla because she was in my car for 10 minutes. But even that like a ride, like back and forth and she barfed. And I remember just being like, what? This is so sad. Like, how am I going to take her on a flight? The flight from LA to Dubai is 17 hours. It's nonstop. I, I just feel evil. I've talked about this to so many people. Like I have dog park friends. I have my neighbor friends and everyone's like, oh, they all just like close their eyes and they're just like face palm themselves. I'm like, I know. I mean, I'm sorry. What else can I do? And there are people in America literally being like, you should just leave it behind. I'm like, what? Just give it away. I'm like, I can't do that. Like I knew what I got myself into, but also like there's at least an option that I can actually travel with my dog because bunnies were out. Like I could never get my bunnies in Dubai. They're with my mom and my dad. A dog, I can actually travel and bring and move around. Like I can do like, you know, arrangements, but bunnies were just fully out. They, they, they're fully considered as like rodents and not even pets. So that's out. But with my dog, I, I want to take full responsibility and like taking her with me to this flight, whatever. But I knew that I could not put her in a cargo. She would actually die of like just anxiety. Yes, I can give her pills and melatonin and this and that. But still, like, you know, I just don't feel comfortable doing that. So we came, I came up with a plan that I'm, I hired a passport, like a pet passport lady, and she takes care of everything for me now. Um, she's actually in charge of helping Butter come with me. So I'm actually not doing Emirates for the first time. I'm doing Etihad Airlines, which is this airline just stops in Abu Dhabi and not Dubai. And I think it's better that way because Dubai is quite strict, but Abu Dhabi is not. And in Abu Dhabi, I can actually get my dog in a carrier under my seat like America does. Like if I were to go to like Texas now, I can just put my dog under my seat. Like she can be on my fucking lap, which is insane to me. I'm not used to this like culture of like I can just take my dog wherever I want because Dubai is quite strict as I, I've, I've talked about this before. So I'm a little bummed, y'all. I'm not even going to lie. I've been very stressed because of that. I feel like a freaking acne all over my face. I'm so bummed and stressed. But, you know, I... I hate that my cortisol levels just literally go up every single time I think about this. But traveling is honestly a pain in the ass. I talked to Amy, my astrologer, as you guys know. Um, Y'all love and hate astrology, so it's what it is. But I talked to her and she told me, Ansi, like, you should never, like, get, like, a stable home because Aquarius sun, moon rising. I'm traveling apparently for the rest of my life. Like, I'll never have, like, one home. She's like, you're always going to be moving and traveling. Like, I don't see you ever, like, settle down in a city. I was like, okay. And, um, excuse me. She told me, I see like actual like drama happening with travel for you in December. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Cause I'm going to go to Dubai now. Like I'm going to leave like in a week to just go back to family. This is in September as you're seeing this. And yeah, she, I don't know. She didn't, she was just like, no, I see it in December. And she's actually, she ended up being right. You guys, it's so sad because guess freaking what looks like it. I'm going, going to be in December because I woke up today. And we did a rabies test for my dog, like a vaccine, like we did a couple of vaccinations and they take, it's a long process and she failed all of them. Without them, I can't get into Dubai or I mean Abu Dhabi. And Lely offered to like drive to Abu Dhabi, which is an hour drive to the airport to pick me up. Like we came up with this elaborate plan and I'm so excited for it. And I just find out all the tests that we did for her. We submitted this in August. They all came back failed, which bummed me out. And I'm sitting here like de de depressed, desperate and hopeless. And 
we had to right away I woke up at 10 a.m. and I had to take her to the doctor. We had to do another round of vaccinations and rabies tests. And hopefully like it works out this time. And if it doesn't, I genuinely don't know what I'm going to do with her. Like, I'm going to be stuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let's see. Because once I leave America, I can't come back in. So I can't ever, like, come back in to pick her up again. Like, if I leave, I'm leaving with her. I'm not going to dump her in, like, a dumpster. Do you know what I'm saying? We have dog sitters and things like that. But, like, can't leave her behind even for, like, a month. Because she's honestly a puppy and she's attached to me. So I will, like, even pay $10,000. It's literally taking $5,000 at this point. I will pay double to just like get her to Abu Dhabi, Dubai, but it's just so painful for me. I feel like we'll have to like, you know, inject, medicate her somehow so that she's like able to handle it. But no, she's going to be with me like under the seat. So that way, you know, she can travel with me. I don't know. There's an actual option for me to do a private jet, which I'm not bougie at all. Like, please, I do not have that type of money. feel like I would be actually doing that to like move around and travel because I can't think of any other way. Then, um, yeah, so this was like the main stress ball for me today. I woke up and I'm like, wow, my day is going horrible as it is. But guess freaking what? I wake up to my mom being like, wait, I got to actually read the messages. Let me just pull it out. Pull it, pull it out. Where is it? So she says. Um, she's like. Do you know everyone's watching your videos from dad's side? Okay. And do you know the whole meme? And like, we, I think we all have this universal experience. Like, tell me I'm wrong, but no one fucking likes our dad's side. They're all fucking bitches. Don't even try to like hype your dad's side in the comments. I will find you and I'll ruin your life. Literally, everyone I know, every, we talk about this all the time. Our dad's family is the worst of the worst. Like, I mean, a nightmare, if you will. And, it's because they're all just like very bitchy and I don't know what it is. Why is this a universal experience that no one likes your dad's side? I'm not saying I love my mom's side. They're all just very like narcissistic, like also very narrow minded. So I just cannot have a conversation with any of them. I only love my grandma. She gets a free pass from being whatever she wants to be, but no one else does. I don't give anybody the time of day. So I want to say I have this family from my dad's side, which is I want to murder them. Okay, shouldn't be saying this on podcast. Anyway, this is the same family I bitched about when I was living in Dubai with the gray walls, my poor era. Like, if you know, you know, I had no money to my name. I had no bank account. I bitched about them in one of my videos. I feel like since then they've like it stung them. I don't even think they know I talked about them. So that's actually really funny in my head. But basically, this is the exact family where. I want to say in my family, we have a business like a wedding business thing, like where we actually marry people in like, you know, a hall, like a building. We own a building where we run marriages or like we host. What will be the word host? No, it's not the right word. You know what I'm saying? But like people get married in this like building of ours that we have. It's like made for weddings. We have a bride room, a um the groom's room like we have a big kitchen for like the cooking for the wedding we have tables kitchen like we have a whole dining thing too so we like host weddings and this is my family business in india and one of the sons okay they i think this the side of my fam my dad's family there there's two of them there's two sons and i want to say to give you context i'm indian south indian tamilian very conservative like religious to christian jesus obsessed family um pretty much no one is um ever showing their tits and that's why in this video i'm wearing the pushiest of the pushiest bras 
my boobs like you can't breathe i'm suffocating right now it's pushed up to heavens and i'm doing this video with my tits out uh, mainly to piss them off even more so if you're a little like oh hands your tits are too much girly pops just close your eyes for now but this is just for him just for him to see so this is my dad's family okay and um I think uh, I bitched about them because one one of the boys and also, yeah, more context. Sorry, more context on my family background. My entire family, like mom and my dad's side, I was the only girl. OK, for like the first 15 years of my life. Now I have three little cousin sisters and small babies that are popping up here and there. But the first 15 years of my life, all I know is guy stuff. I know GTA. I know Need for Speed. I know the uh, the Empire game that boys are obsessed with. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon. Um, it's not Doraemon. I think it's Dragon something. I knew every boy game. I played with Game Boys, the duck and gun shoot shooting game. Um, the crocodile game on Windows game. Windows, if you know, you know. I played every boy game. Like I know soccer. I know cricket. And I know all boy games. I've never had pink, Barbie, nothing bought for me. Because my mom was very much like, we were broke. And I remember my mom would just be like, let's just buy boy stuff. That like, it can help. Like we can, like a lot of brothers and my cousins could play with it and ANSI can just join in like no one would ever buy girl stuff because I was the only girl it's kind of a loss to buy one doll and only one girl plays with it so instead they would just buy boy games so all of us could just play so when I would go back to India I would have like 20 fucking brothers both my mom's and my dad's side and I fucking hated it. I felt lonely and I was so upset and today my mom texted me this like your dad's side family is watching this and I know which side this family is uh, they're, they're two cousin brothers of mine and they're much older than me um so back when I used to do YouTube so six years ago when I just started off I talked shit about them I don't think they knew me who I was back in the day but this is why I still stuck to my opinion like they're fucking rats and I hate them and I hope they born to I don't know hell but one of the sons wanted to marry and I think he would be let's say if I'm a six out of ten from a fairness to dark scale or seven you would say he's kind of like a four to a three okay he's quite light-skinned and South Indians and Tamilians in general like we, we are on the dark-skinned to like super dark melanin like you know melanated skin if you will you know and in my family we're all like I would say I'm the lightest in my immediate family but with relatives I would be like a little bit in the medium and my these two boys they're for sure on the lighter spectrum so when you are like south indian and you have lighter skin like when you're tamilian and you have lighter skin it's kind of this weird like you feel like you are better than other people it's a weird thing if you have if you if you know you know you know what i'm saying if you're south indian you know you know so all my brothers were all like, you know, dark skin. We're all just like normal living life. But the, the the lighter skins, they for sure feel like they have the upper hand. They have like rights and they can say what they want. They they can do whatever they want just because of the color of their skin. That when he came of age of like, I don't know, 25, 26, and he wanted to get married. When he was 26, I want to say, I think I was like 10, 12. So yeah, we have like a 10 year age gap, I want to say. So when he came off like the age to marry, he tells my dad, like, can you look for a woman? He as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Comes and tells my dad, like, I'm looking for a wife. And I heard this, like, on speaker call. And he tells my dad, I'm looking for somebody who's, like, 80% light-skinned. And I just never knew what that meant. Like, that sentence blew my mind. Till this day, I think about it. I'm like, what do you mean? 
you need 80 guys what is that if i come to you and you have no like you don't you don't know what i look like and i'm like hey i need a husband who's 80 percent lighter skin what do you make off of that like what do you mean no dead ass what, what is 80 percent sir i'm gonna slap you in the face and motherfucker you're dark skinned like do you know what I'm saying? Like he's tan. You guys, I would say he's like Kelly Rowland. Is that I would say that's our skin or he's as tan as like he's tan as Kourtney Kardashian or even darker than that. Like it's so funny when like Indians like sit and pick and like nitpick people's colors and say you're too dark and you're so tan and you're so ashy. Motherfucker, we're all fucking dark and ashy. When you compare it to the whole like world like scale, we are dark skinned. It's so funny. It's so fucking funny to me when a dark skinned person tells another dark skinned person, you are dark. What? Don't play in the sun. You are dark. Motherfucker, you're dark as well. We're on the we're all a part of the ashy town. And this motherfucker fully tumbling blood, like ashy elbows, ashy knees, ashy pit motherfucker is coming to my dad and telling him he can only marry a light skinned bitch. Like he just needs a light skinned Indian. Like he cannot do dark skinned baddies. And I was just like, okay, this is when I was like 10, 12. I've heard him say this. And I just laughed. I'm like, he has to be so delusional just because baby, baby bear, just because you're just a little, a tad bit lighter than like the Red Riding Hood's wolf skin color doesn't make you better than other Tamilians, doesn't make you better than other Indians. But I know he had that in his head because he thinks he's better than everyone else because of his skin tone. And we don't fucking like him. Like no one in my family likes him. Like immediate family, we fucking hate him because he looks like a donkey. And my brother and I, we talk shit all the time about him. It's fucking annoying. You fucker. If you're seeing someone who smack you in the head, but I would never fly to India to come and see you. You're too far away. You're probably in a dungeon married to a whale so don't care about you but anyway I was just saying sorry hold on a minute yeah and I've just been so angry it ruined my entire day like I really I I hate that my mom texted me that right when I wake up because it really like whatever you know you learn in the the beginnings of like your mornings like it really ruins like the entire day I was so excited to film shit today and I just fully went south because I was just thinking about how an insane idiot he is and this man yeah, he's 25. He asked for that like thing. And he was single for two years. My dad couldn't find anybody for him that he ended up just like being single for two, three years. And it was an, a full freaking joke in my family that he's never going to marry. He's never going to find somebody from 25 or 26. He kept, he ended up becoming like 28, 29. And they were still looking for women. And he would always be like, this, the girl is too skinny, too, too, too tall, too short, too, too fat, too this and that. And he would only do and say all of this because he thinks he's so privileged for having light skin. That, that was it, you guys. Fast forward now to 20 years. No, I'm in 10 years, 10 years now. I'm 25 and I'm pretty sure he's like 35, 36. This motherfucker watched one of my YouTube videos, like a try on haul video, you guys. And my mom loves y'all. My mom loves me. My mom loves my job. She knows like I do try on hauls. I do makeup. I do everything for like women like my following is 99% women believe it or not and 1% men and that 1% I know for a fact it's like gay men it's not like straight men no straight men's watching me talk about a beauty blender for 70 seconds straight this man willingly watches one of my try on haul videos it's the white fox video it's like an integrated ad you can go check it out it's still up there if you go watch that video I try out like 16 mini skirts 35 pants 25 tops and I have a white dress on was my my in that white dress was my boobage a little big and too much yes it was but it's not a big deal like I have I'm my boobage is out right now like I know what I'm posting I can see it I'm aware I post that freaking video and I tried a bunch of outfits bro and I think shoes too I don't know he that was posted in March he watched that video probably last night 
found my mother or my dad and sent the pictures to my dad and reported to my dad how much of a whore I am because he caught me in this like outfit. And I'm like, sir, you didn't catch me. Like he's making it look like, look what I found. But I didn't see, like, I couldn't believe this is our twinkle. And my family, we call me, they call me twinkle. And he's like, oh, I'm, I want to say like, I can't believe this is twinkle. My little sister, she's dressed like this. And I'm like, you are a 35, 40 year old fucking father. Why are you watching me? I'm a 25 year old girl in LA. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, what do you want me to wear? It doesn't make sense. Like, what do you want me to do? my boobs or my waist or something was out in that video and he's just upset of my body being out I'm like you watched that entire try on haul video and just picked on this like dress which is insane to me you guys it's absurd and then I told my dad like I told my mom this I'm like mom and I just cried you guys because I think it's like a weird thing that it still like hurts me that I was the only girl in my family I'm the only like daughter in the family for so long I was babied this and that but one thing I never like people ever got in the family was that I am built like a woman I will have breasts and I will have a waist and I will have a butt and it will like come out and you will see it I can't hide this like I cannot like hide my body like what do you mean like you're upset my the, you could see the shape of my boob but I have boobs like you will see the shape of it regardless. Like I'm Christian, like I'm allowed to wear jeans and pants and like walk out like I can't conceal my woman stuff. Like, you know what I mean? And we come from a culture where we wear saris and stuff like that. And like those outfits are too, like if I, as a woman, if I wear saris, like you will see my belly and my belly button and my waist, my arms. And you'll see my cleavage and my back and my hips because surprise, I'm a woman. I'm wearing a culture outfit things skins exposed like you're gonna see it so how are you mad at you're not mad at that because that's a culture dress but you're mad at me because I'm wearing a white dress where my boobs are out it's so bizarre to me and I just called it first like you know I got angry as you guys know like I'm yelling I'm like my mom's like fully understanding she's like yeah you're right like I know I'm like that mom just ignore it they're they're losers they suck like he lives in a shitty house with a shitty wife and it took him 80 years to find a wife and even that he's balding like motherfuckers balding and it makes me so angry because when I hear things like this it actually like makes me cry not because of my situation it doesn't ever bother me that way because I'm always rich I'm always pretty I'm always hot shout out to you guys but I will always pay my bills, wear sexy, more, more sexy outfits and go out my day. I think what does hurt me is that every motherfucking day I wake up and we like step 10 years behind. Do you know what I'm saying? 10 years, 100 years behind. Like, I cannot believe the nerve this man had. Like, he's like, oh, my God, this is my baby. So I'm like, I'll hit you, motherfucker. I'll find you and I'll hit you. And yeah, he went off about how like I'm supposed to be protected, covered, and I'm not. I'm a whore now because of the one dress in the try on haul and I'm like it's very funny he nitpicked one outfit out of the 20,000s I tried on from White Fox and it just ruined my day so I just thought of making this podcast for you uh you're not it's not your tits maybe your wife is flat maybe she's a skinny little Samsung TV if you will a plus cup size so maybe you saw my tits and you got a little excited and upset that you had to complain to my father what a weirdo like I'm a grown woman who's 25 doing her thing and he's like babying me to my dad, which is so weird. And I know a lot of you asked me about it. So I just wanted to come here and share the story time. This doesn't happen to me ever. The last time this happened to me was probably when I was like 17, 16, living with my mother. Yes, I was a teenage girl and pedophiles were beyond my ass. You know, now it isn't like no one's after me. I'm chilling and I don't have creepos. Y'all love when I do outfits and inspos and whatnot, like so bizarre. So I just told my mom, people were like, how do you like combat this? Like, how do you respond? And my response is that tell your mother 
and first of all they need to be educated y'all okay thank god my parents are educated that keeps them a little different and like unique and separate from my other relatives they're they've stopped education like grade seven and grade two so they for sure like they have the mentality that like oh women dresses like the uh, if a woman dresses like half naked it's just she just wants to get graped so you can't ever argue with people with that you know notion so just give that up you know go get yourself some starbucks and just give that up go watch play some games you know just just go just go out to a park don't waste your time with explaining to family members about this it's not gonna ever help you but my parents are educated thank god and they're very understanding and i told the mom and like dad like listen you have only one daughter you're the only lucky ones who got a daughter none of them do they don't know what it's like to raise a daughter they don't know how to like look after one appreciate one let her embrace her body and do whatever she wants to but now i have for the longest time when I was young, y'all didn't get me like girl toys, Barbie toys, pink stuff. I've always begged and no one ever got me that because we've always had brothers. And now I make my own money. I'm living in my actual femininity. Like I'm my whole apartment is in pink Barbie, pink carpets and heart shit. And like it's something Aunt baby Auntie dreamed of as, as a girl. I never had that in my childhood. So I'm living my inner childhood. I'm, I'm fixing it. And I've always wanted titties. And now that I have them, I show them off like I cannot stop showing them off. I will put them in every video, every picture. And also, even if I don't, my boobs will still be boobs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I still have like a shape. Like, I still have boobs. Like, I can't cut off my chest because a man is upset. And he's a boy and he doesn't, he's never seen titties and he just freaks out. I don't know what, what, to, what to say, but mom, you have a daughter and I want to be a woman because I am one. You can't like, I can't just turn off like my body, my thighs or like whatever makes me sexy to other people. Like, I if they sexualize me, I can't help it. Like I, I look at my body and I just go like, oh, okay, just another Sunday. But he looks at it and goes like, ooh, cleavage tits and butt out. She's looking to be great, you know? So I told my mom this and she's very understanding. And she's like, yeah, I totally understand that. I'm like, you know, I don't look at a man's pee pee and like sexualize him. Like I'm not looking at my brother's stuff and go like, ooh, someone's asking to be great. Like, do we fucking do that as women? You guys, what the hell? And like, I told her too, my titties are always out and no one ever goes like, oh my God, Anzi's asking to be great in the comments. Like I told my mom, I don't have a guy following. No one ever cares about my titties. I do comedy and um, comedic, you know, skits and stuff like that. So that's the only thing people like tune in and they argue with me, fight and debate. Not once has someone been like, you know, no one ever sexualizes me in the comments. My followers are girls. And my mom was like very understanding. So I thought of just sharing the story with you, my anger and everything. And I did end up bursting, like bursting fucking crying at 9 a.m. with my mom. And she was like, she felt so bad. And she like switched the subject. She's like, when are you coming? We're going to party. We're going to shake our ass in Dubai. I'm like, I can't wait. But I thought of just coming here and sharing this stupid story. I'm very angry. And yes, motherfucker, if you're watching this, I hope you have the biggest diarrhea of your life. Like I really just fucking do. So the titties will be always be out, ladies. You're always going to see it now. Okay. I might even do a little nip slip just to piss them off. Thank you so much for tuning in to Ansi Ramsey Podcast. I'm very appreciative if you've tuned in, stayed this long. Thank you so much for watching, streaming, downloading. We are available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and also YouTube videos. Subscribe, like, and comment, and I will see you guys in my next episode. <laughs>